1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com
0: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95.
2: got a number of big stories making news tonight. First on CBS News, the classified Obama-Biden documents found in a private office. Plus, we've got the very latest on that catastrophic flooding in the West. Mudslides, life-threatening rains, and widespread power outages slam California, as severe weather has already killed at least 12 people there. CBS's Carter Evans is in one of the hardest hit areas. That breaking news, classified documents discovered at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy. CBS's Adriana Diaz is here with what the Justice Department is doing. Heroic teacher. Police said today the six-year-old shot his teacher with his mother's gun. And the new details about that teacher's actions.
3: She suffered a gunshot wound, but she was still able to get all of her students out of that classroom.
2: New York City nurses walk out. More than 7,000 strike demanding better pay as babies in need of urgent care are transferred out of ICUs. Drugs and surgery for obese kids, the surprising new guidelines from the American Academy of Pediatrics. And Damar Hamlin heads home to Buffalo. good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. And tonight, there is breaking news. The Justice Department is looking into classified documents found at a private office once belonging to Joe Biden. And it comes as he is in Mexico for meetings with world leaders. Plus, just days after being sworn into office, there's more legal trouble for New York Republican Congressman George Santos. But first, California residents are bracing for another round of severe storms. Residents are cleaning up from last week's bombs cyclone that flooded streets, knocked out power, and resulted in at least 12 deaths over the last 10 days. Well, tonight, 90% of the state's population is under a flood watch, with officials telling residents in several counties to leave and get to higher ground. President Biden has issued an emergency declaration. CBS's Carter Evans will start us off tonight from Santa Cruz, California. Good evening, Carter.
5: Good evening, Nora. A short break in the rain here, but so much damage has already been done along the coast here in Santa Cruz. The storm surge and really high surf wiped out part of this beachfront road. You can see it's just gone. And these record-breaking downpours, well, they're wreaking havoc across the state. California is drowning. The ground now is so saturated, water has nowhere to go but up. In the town of Felton, several homes now underwater as the San Lorenzo River overflows, prompting rescues in the fast-moving current. Mud-soaked hillsides are coming down. This one is blocking the highway into Santa Cruz. The San Lorenzo is just one of several rivers now at or above flood stage. This map shows how widespread the risk is. Many flooded roads throughout the San Francisco Bay Area are impassable. High wind and high water uprooted trees just in the past 10 days, Oakland, California has more rain than it normally gets in the entire season. The brunt of the storm is now taking aim on Southern California in Santa Barbara County. The entire community of Montecito is ordered evacuated and evacuated now. That's the same area where a devastating mudslide five years ago killed 23.
6: In less than 12 hours, we've received more than eight inches of rain with seven to eight inches still forecast to fall.
5: Back near Santa Cruz, the coastal town of Capitola was devastated by the high surf, heavy rain, and power outages. John Whitby's restaurant, Zelda's, is heavily damaged. It's been in the families since the 70s. How many people you got working here? 74. 74? 74 people that don't have anything to do. And there's little time to make repairs before the next round hits in a couple of hours tonight. Right now, 35 million people in California are under flood advisories. Nora.
2: Carter Evans, thank you so much. Well, for more on where these monster storms are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike.
7: Nora, good evening. The rain has been relentless in California. More heavy rain is on the way. Across Northern California through Sunday, another 5 to 8 inches of rain. In Southern California, 2 to 3 more inches of rain. In these areas, more than enough to cause additional flooding. But it's not the only hazard we're concerned about in California. Heavy mountain snow. Head up I-80 out of Sacramento. This is what it looks like. Chain requirements in effect here. And more feet of snow are on the way, believe it or not. Five to six feet at the highest elevation not to mention 100-mile-per-winds that will accompany that. A lot of mountain snow will work its way across the Intermountain West, two to three more feet in Utah, in Colorado. And, Nora, it is round after round after round of rain. It doesn't look like the pattern breaks until the middle of next week.
2: Wow, Mike Bettis, thank you. Let's turn now to that breaking news. CBS News has learned the Department of Justice is reviewing classified Obama-Biden records found at a private office once used by Joe Biden after he was vice president. CBS's Adriana Diaz explains.
8: Three sources tell CBS News the classified documents were discovered in this building about a mile from the White House at the offices of the Penn Biden Center, a foreign policy research institute set up after President Biden left the vice presidency. According to a source familiar with the matter, the classified documents are small in number and were found in November in a box among unclassified material. Sources would not characterize how sensitive the documents are. Responding to requests from CBS News, the White House counsel said that on November 2nd of last year, before the midterm elections, lawyers for President Biden were cleaning out office space at the center. When they discovered the documents marked classified in a locked closet, they stopped the work and contacted the White House. White House lawyers then reached out to the National Archives, which is responsible for the records. The Archives, in turn, contacted the Department of Justice. Attorney General Merrick Garland then tasked the U.S. attorney in Chicago, John Lausch, a Trump appointee, with determining what is in the documents and how they arrived at the Penn Biden Center. The FBI is also involved in the preliminary inquiry, which a source says is nearing its conclusion. This development comes as the Justice Department is investigating former President Trump's handling of classified documents, with over 300 found at Mar-a-Lago. The FBI seized some of the documents after the former president failed to comply with multiple requests to return them for over a year. President I Biden was critical of Trump when anyone. he spoke to Scott Pelley in September on 60 Minutes. Secrets.
5: When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, What did you think to yourself,
3: looking at that image?
7: How that could possibly happen. How anyone could be that irresponsible.
8: Former federal prosecutor Scott Fredrickson says there are important differences between this Biden inquiry and that involving former President Trump. How significant is it that these documents were self-reported, voluntarily turned over?
4: I think the self-reporting here is probably the single most important part Of this situation Uh, it indicates a lack of intentional conduct it's completely different from the Mar-a-Lago case uh, which tends based on reporting to indicate there was intentionally uh, activity to take those documents
2: and Adriana Diaz is here with us so so where are these documents now Well, Nora, the White House Counsel's Office tells
8: us that the National Archive retrieved the documents the day after they were discovered, and they are now in a secure location. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Review is nearing its completion, and then the Attorney
2: General will decide if a criminal investigation is warranted. Adriana Diaz, with that new reporting, thank you so much. Well, tonight president biden is in mexico city for the north american summit with the leaders of mexico and canada in addition to trade manufacturing and climate change the biggest topic on the agenda will likely be immigration and yesterday the president made his first trip to the border since taking office tonight we're learning new details in that shooting of an elementary school teacher inside a classroom in newport news virginia the alleged gunman is a six-year-old boy well, the teacher today is in stable condition and CBS's Chris Van Cleave has new infor- reporting and information on where the young boy got the handgun.
0: Tonight, police say the six-year-old put his mother's 9 millimeter handgun in his backpack before leaving for school.
1: We shot the teacher. I know where that student is. Great student.
0: Police say first grade teacher Abigail Zwarner was giving a lesson on Friday afternoon when the boy pulled out a gun and pointed it at the 25-year-old. Investigators say she threw up her hand to protect herself, but the bullet went through it and into her chest.
3: She suffered a gunshot wound, but she was still able
0: to get all of her students out of that classroom. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew. Do you have reason to believe that this six-year-old was targeting multiple people in that classroom?
3: Uh, I believe that the actions were at or towards uh, the teacher. But you never know how someone's going to want to react uh,
0: with a firearm. Lawanda Sample-Rusk was in the school office waiting to pick up her grandkids when Zwarner came in for
1: help. She fainted on the floor and then it scared me and I just thought it, I knew I screamed.
0: This is the fourth shooting involving a six-year-old since 2000. Last year, there were more than 300 school shootings. In the majority of those incidents, a student or staff member was shot. What would you expect to to happen as far as what this child may face? Nobody under 11 can be locked up in state custody. The police chief says that six year old boy is at a medical facility for evaluation and that ultimately what happens next to him will be up to a judge. We learned during the briefing the boy's mother legally purchased that handgun. The chief says their investigation is ongoing and did not rule out the possibility she could face charges. Nora.
2: Chris Van Cleve, thank you. We turn now to Capitol Hill and the growing scandal surrounding newly elected New York Congressman George Santos. The Republican has already admitted to fabricating key details about his background, including where he worked, went to college, and even his religion. Well, tonight, he's being accused of breaking campaign finance laws. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the details.
4: Two days after he was sworn into office, Long Island Congressman George Santos is still ducking questions about his past and how he came into the money that bankrolled his successful campaign for Congress. Why
0: won't you answer our question?
4: A formal complaint filed with the Federal Election Commission questions how Santos made a $700,000 contribution to his own campaign considering he'd reported earning only about $50,000 a year. Your complaint is something pretty bold there's a possibility there was a foreign actor that was funding this campaign? That possibility is doubly the case here because as we know, Mr. Santos is wanted by Brazilian authorities, so he has some connection overseas. Santos has already admitted lying extensively about his background and work experience, worrying fellow Republicans.
1: It's very difficult to work with anyone who cannot be trusted, and it's very clear his entire resume in life was uh, was manufactured until a couple days ago when he finally changed his website.
4: This new complaint could trigger an investigation by the Federal Election Commission, and Santos is already under investigation by the district attorney in Long Island and by Brazilian authorities in a 2008 fraud case. And Nora, this could also trigger a House ethics review.
2: Lots of investigations. Scott McFarland, thank you. Now to that remarkable recovery of Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin. Well, today, he was released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center and transferred to a hospital in Buffalo. Hamlin's recovery turned into a league-wide celebration yesterday, as the Bills played their first game since he suffered cardiac arrest one week ago today. The first play of Sunday's game was straight out of a movie script when the Bills returned the opening kickoff 96 yards for a touchdown. Well, doctors say that Hamlin was so excited that he jumped out of his chair, setting every alarm off in the ICU. Can you imagine? Well, Hamlin tweeted throughout the game, including this image, giving the heart signal for his teammates and fans. That's good news. The American Academy of Pediatrics is out with new guidelines for the first time in 15 years when it comes to the treatment for childhood obesity. AAP now says weight loss drugs should be considered when treating children. CBS's Dr. John LaPook reports in tonight's Health Watch.
3: Rose Garcia says for as long as she can remember, doctors told her she was overweight. What did the doctor or others tell you to do?
8: Just to exercise and eat better.
3: She struggled unsuccessfully for years. Then, at age 15, she developed hypertension and became pre-diabetic.
8: I visited my doctor and I told her that I wanted to lose weight, but I wanted help. I knew I couldn't do it by myself.
3: With parental permission, she finally tried bariatric weight loss surgery last June, along with counseling for emotional eating. Since then, she has lost more than 90 pounds. Did you look in the mirror and think, who is that?
8: My clothing was a big, big sign. I would put on my favorite dresses and they were too big. And it was really, really surprising to me.
3: The new guidelines from the AAP recommend better nutrition, exercise, and face-to-face counseling. Treatment may also include weight loss drugs and surgery for adolescents who meet the criteria. But for many families, medication and surgery are not covered by insurance, if they have insurance. What do you think about these new guidelines?
1: I think that it's, a, it's definitely a step in the right direction.
3: How do you thread that needle between body shaming and communicating that there are some consequences to your health if you're overweight or obese?
1: It is not about how you look, it's how your body is on the inside.
3: Lots of obstacles remain, especially inequity and access to healthcare, medical insurance, and healthy food. Now, some parents may question whether the recommendations for drugs and surgery in some cases go too far, but Nora, the AAP is making it clear that more aggressive early intervention is needed.
2: Really interesting. Dr. LePouc, thank you. Officials in Brazil are vowing to punish thousands of supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro, who stormed the Capitol on Sunday, hoping to have him return to power. While the riots were reminiscent of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, Bolsonaro fled to the U.S. before his term ended on New Year's Day. And today, we heard he was admitted to a hospital in Orlando, Florida, with abdominal pain. We turn now to the royal fallout over Prince Harry's revealing interview on 60 Minutes about his upcoming book, Spare. Harry spoke with Anderson Cooper about the emotional trauma following his mother's death and accused Camilla, now queen consort, of weaponizing the British press to improve her own image. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in London with more.
1: She was the villain. She was the third person in the marriage.
7: The villain Prince Harry is referring to is Camilla, King Charles's wife and now Queen Consort. In his book Spare, he even labels her dangerous, accusing her of leaking stories to the tabloids.
1: With a family built on hierarchy and with her on the way to being Queen Consort, there was going to be people or bodies left in the street because of that
7: but he walked back previous claims of racism in the royal family, allegedly over the skin color of their unborn son. In the Oprah interview, you accused members of your family of racism. You don't even, no, we well, of- oh, The British press said that. Right.
1: I, did, did Meghan ever mention that
7: they're, they're racist? She said there were troubling comments about- yeah, oh, There, his there his was skin concern co-
1: co- about his skin color.
7: Right. Wouldn't you describe that as essentially racist? I wouldn't, not having lived within that family. Harry's revelations haven't won many fans here in Britain.
6: You've got Harry and Meghan who are making tens of millions of pounds washing their dirty laundry. I
3: don't think you use the word diss your family in a public way as he has done.
7: And yet Prince Harry insists he's hoping for reconciliation, which still may be a possibility within the family, says CBS royal contributor Tina Brown.
2: The lack of trust is going to be the issue because they can't really believe that everything that these private conversations are not going to wind up in a documentary uh, or an interview, a TV uh, uh, interview.
7: The palace is staying silent. Prince Harry says he doesn't expect his father or brother to read his book officially released tomorrow. It already holds the top spot on Amazon. Nora.
2: Charlie Daggett, thank you. Thousands of nurses went on strike today in New York City. What they're demanding, that's next. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping More than 7,000 nurses at two major New York City hospitals went on strike today. The nurses are demanding increases in pay and staffing, saying they're being forced to work long hours and are unable to properly care for patients. One of the impacted hospitals, Mount Sinai, moved newborns in intensive care to other hospitals ahead of the strike. Fisher Price is again recalling a baby sleeper that has been deemed dangerous by pediatricians. What parents need to know. We have an important consumer alert tonight concerning baby sleepers that have been linked to 100 infant deaths. Fisher-Price is again recalling more than 4.5 million rock and play sleepers, which were initially recalled in 2019 after reports of more than 30 deaths. Since then, about 70 additional deaths have been reported. Customers are urged to immediately stop using the sleeper and contact Fisher-Price for a refund. A historic return to Earth for a retired NASA satellite. That's next.
6: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: Finally tonight, after almost 40 years in orbit, a retired NASA satellite returned to Earth last night when it re-entered the atmosphere over the Bering Sea off the coast of Alaska. The Defense Department said most of the 5,400-pound satellite likely burned up in the atmosphere, but some pieces might have survived. The satellite was carried into orbit in 1984 by the Space Shuttle Challenger. Part of that crew was the first American woman in space, Sally Ride. It was the last mission of her historic career. Some history for you. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music.